0: To the Rockaways It's time for the Queen's New Yorker And here is the man giving you all the info Your uber snazzy and jazzy host Mr. Jason Gakanihan Yeah, hello how are you? Thank you. Oh, what a group. Thank you very much. Thank you. Whoa. Oh. Oh. Thank you so much. You, Jason Kelly. Good evening. Oh. So nice to have you with us. Thank you. Welcome to another edition of the Queens, New Yorker. I'm Jason DeCannier, your host on this Thursday, February 9th, 2023. Getting close to almost 5,000 listens. We're at 4,979, 21 away. And we're doing fantastic on Anchor and Spotify. Thank you. Tonight we pick up with the 220th episode where we are right now with part two of the history of the AM radio station 1050 WEPN. Holy, yeah. we holy, yes. Picking up where we left off. Mm. So I tell you, um, before we uh, start here, just to get you into it, this is our first show of February, uh, kind of getting a little sold, slow times in right now for uh, our eighth season, but we're we're doing okay, no panics, I'm starting to finally get better folks, where I'm getting more, you know, feeling a lot better, I went through December and January with very bad cold, almost like congestion and everything. Now I'm sounding a lot better. So that's a good thing. It's a good sign. Staying hydrated. But let's see where we can go with it from now. All right? We're going to pick up where we left off from the last time. With uh, We're in uh, the WFAN uh, era between 1987 and 1988 of WEPN, 1050. Okay? So <clears throat> let's pick up where we left off. Okay? Okay, so the, ver- the first voice heard on WFAN was that of Susan Waldman with a sports update at 3 p.m., followed by the first show, which was hosted by Jim Lampley. Now, Waldman would report for the station, covering the Yankees and Knicks for 14 years. Other personalities that hosted shows besides Lampley in the 1050 uh, KHZ years included Bill Mazer pete franklin greg gumbel and ed coleman wfan also inherited broadcast rights to the defending world series champion new york mets from whn who had held the rights for several years ratings were low initially but gradually improved then in early 1988 general electric which now owned nbc through its purchase of rca two years earlier announced that it would sell off the nbc radio division in February of that year, GE made a multi-station deal with Emmis in New York. The WNBC and WYNY licenses were included in the sale. And this end up, ended up giving Emmis control of four frequencies, 97.1, 103.5, 660 AM, and 1050 AM, whereas Dulo were not permitted yet by the Federal Communications Commission's. So on September 22nd of 1988, Emmis ended up moving their dance R&B hot format and call letters WQHT over to the 97.1 frequency while selling the 103.5 facility and WYNY's intellectual property over to Westwood 1. That station would later become WKTU in 1996, and then moved WFAN's format and call letters from 1050 to 660 on October 7th at 5.30 p.m., replacing 66 WNBC, which signed off forever. Now, as for the 1050 license, the Spanish broadcasting system bought it, intending to swap it with cash to the Jewish Daily Forward for their FM station WEVD 97.9, However, Spanish Broadcasting already owned WSKU-620 in Newark, New Jersey. The deal for EVD could not be consummated at the same time as Emmis's purchase of 660, which left Spanish Broadcasting owning two AM stations in the New York market, which, as was the case with Emmis earlier, was not permitted under FCC rules at that time. The FCC granted them a temporary waiver to run 1050 on a non-commercial basis until it could be transferred. Therefore, following WFAN's move to 660, 620 WSKQ flipped from Spanish adult contemporary to Spanish oldies, while the 1050 facility became KQ1050 or WUKQ, playing Spanish adult contemporary music commercial-free to satisfy the FCC requirement. For the first few hours after the switch of WFAN to the 660 facility, WUKQ broadcast a recorded message which was continuously looped stating, This is WUKQ AM New York operating at 1050 kilohertz. If you're looking for Sports Radio 1050, we've moved. Down the dial to 66 AM. Join us for the new Sports Radio 66 WFAN. Now, the FCC approved the trade to WUKQ for WEVD on February 1st of 1989. Under the deal, the Spanish AC format on 620 would move to 97.9 FM, and the station would become WSKQ-FM. Meanwhile, WEVD's call letters and programming moved to the 1050 facility, and dating back to October 20th of 1927, WEVD, had been the radio station owned by the Workmen's Circle, or the Arbiter Ring, in New York City. Its call letters were a tribute to legendary socialist party leader Eugene Victor Debs, who died one year earlier. This was WEVD's second existence on the AM dial, as it was originally a timeshare at 13.30 AM with WPOW, an arrangement that lasted until 1984. WEVD soon added an FM counterpart at 107.5 FM in 1950, which then moved to 97.9 FM in 1952. Both stations maintained the same programming through the 50s, 60s, and 70s. The AM station was sold on March 2, 1981 for $1.1 million to Salem Communications and changed the call letters to WNYM, now WWRV, while EVD continued on the FM dial. But by 1988, the station was mostly an outlet for least-access foreign-language programming. WEVD had a brokered format with Jewish programming in Yiddish and English, ethnic programs, talk shows, and a big band show with Danny Stills. The station generated cash flow by selling blocks of airtime, which allowed it to be profitable despite minimal ratings. And by the mid-'90s, WEVD was branded as News Talk 1050 WEVD in how-to-talk format with a liberal emphasis on weekdays with ethnic programming at night and on weekends. Talk hosts included Bill Mazur, former New York Mayor Ed Koch, Jay Diamond, and Alan Combs. During most of 1050's existence as WEVD, the station broadcast met's Jets, Knicks, and Rangers games produced by WFAN when WFAN was already broadcasting another game when WFAN game overruns are now broadcast on WBBR. In 2001, WEVD entered into a local marketing agreement with ABC Disney and added ESPN Radio's The Dan Patrick Show to the talk lineup. And despite a public campaign to save the old format, the LMA was signed into effect. That's the local marketing agreement. During its final day on air as News Talk 1050 WEVD, the outraged public campaign was subtly extended into the station's control room as soon-to-be-terminated staffers occasionally interrupted portions of the brokered programming with audio clips, some of which contained obscenities. September 1st, 2001, Alan Combs was the last voice heard on WEVD, closing out the station by giving out his web address, playing Steam's na 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 hey hey kiss him goodbye, you know, and said the last words similar to the last words he said on 66 WNBC in 1988 and 88, saying, We thank you very much. Thank you for listening. And for the very last time, this is News Talk. 1050 WEVD, New York. September 2, 2001, at midnight, WEVD began running ESPN radio full-time, albeit having simulcast WABC's coverage of the September eleventh attacks nine days later. The first local voice on 1050 ESPN radio was Don LaGreca. Now, the call sign was changed to WEPN on April 28, 2003, after being sold to ABC Disney outright for $78 million. They continued to run the station as 1050 ESPN Radio. For years, WEPN billed itself as New York City's only all-sports station since competitor WFAN's former morning show, I Miss in the Morning, was primarily a politically-based talk show. However, this is now a misnomer since Don Imus has been replaced by a sports theme show, Boomer and Carton in the Morning. And despite the fact that it is a 50,000 watt station, it cannot be heard clearly in many parts of the New York metropolitan area, especially west of New York City and in Suffolk County on Long Island. WEPN has a highly directional signal. Due primarily to the fact that there's another 50,000 watt station on 1050, CHUM or CHUM, a few hundred miles to the northwest in Toronto, and yet another 50,000 watt station, KYW, in Philadelphia, next door on the dial at 1060 a.m., along with protecting the signal of Monterey based XEG in northern Mexico to the southwest. According to Arbitron data, Of as early 2006, WFAN's daytime ratings were about three points higher on average than WEPN's, though FAN's most known and now defunct Mike and the Mad Dog Show had been airing since 1989, or well over a decade longer than EPN had existed. Because of WEPN's limited signal, all Jets games, once was simulcast on WABC, which reaches more of the suburbs. The station had also worked with MSG Network to find affiliates for the Knicks and Rangers programs or, or games outside WEPN's coverage areas. Early in 2008 to strengthen the reach of EPN, ESPN reached local marketing agreements to simulcast EPN on WLIR in Hampton Bays, extending EPN's reach to eastern Long Island and on WNJE in Flemington for New Jersey's ESPN, extending WEPN's reach into the Skylands region and the Trenton market. WNJE broadcasts the EPN signal full-time, LIR broke off the simulcast in the summer of 2011 when the station was sold to a religious broadcaster. And WNJE ended the simulcast with EPN on December 3rd of 2012. There were also partnerships with Syracuse University and the United States Military Academy to air college football games but those usually aired on former sister stations WABC or WQEW due to scheduling conflicts. EPN had overflow agreements with NYM and WWRL, the former airing Knicks or Rangers games that overlapped with each other or with the Jets and the latter airing when they were the two overlapping teams. So WEPN was expected to bid for the radio rights for either the Yankees at the time on WCBS AM or the New York Mets from their longtime home of WFAN. Well, Both teams had contracts that expired at the end of the 2013 season with the Yankees purposely extending their deal with CBS to expire at the same time as the, the Mets for better leverage. It had been reported that WPM was looking, had been looking to move to a stronger frequency to accommodate having a major league baseball turndown. down. Ultimately, the Yankees moved to CB, the move to WFAN, displacing the Mets, who signed on with WWOR. April 26, twenty twelve, Disney announced a twelve year lease on MS Communications ninety eight point seven WRKS, under which. EPN's programming would transfer transition to FM and the AM signal would be converted to a new Spanish-language sports format as part of the ESPN Deportes radio network by mid-September 2012 to coincide with the National Hispanic Heritage Month. The transition began on April 30th when WRKS, now christened, as WEPN-FM began to simulcast WEPN's AM signal as 98.7 ESPN New York. WEPN broke away from the simulcast on September 7, 2012 and relaunched, and relaunched as promised, on ESPN Deportes, Nueva York. At launched the station carried the national lineup of the network and local programming. of uh, uh, Local morning and afternoon drive shows. That's Firma ESPN and Zona ESPN New York. The station also occur Spanish rights to the New York Jets. Then on the, on December thirteenth, well, on December thirteenth, twenty twelve. ESPN announced that it had acquired the rights to the Spanish-language broadcast of the Mets starting with the 2013 season. And finally, on June 11, 2019, ESPN announced that it would be discontinuing the ESPN Deportes radio network on September 8, 2019. It was stated that WEPN would switch back to an English-language sports format at this time. Go to September of the same year, ESPN agreed to a two-year deal to carry at least 60 New York Islanders broadcasts, and due to WEPN's FM's existing contracts with the Knicks and Rangers, most Islanders games are aired on 1050 AM with select games on WEPN-FM. Previous flagship, WRHU, continuing to be the primary station for games not carried on either WEPN or EPN-FM. In December of 2021, Good Karma Brands announced that it would acquire WEPN. The deal closed in March of 2022. And there you have it, friends. A look at the... Yep, let's see. Uh, that, I think that ended it right there. Yep, it sure did. And there you have it, folks. WEPN AM 1050 on your radio dial. I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode uh, 220 of the finale of WEPN AM. We're going to look now next uh, time we uh, talk to you next week. We will be looking as I go into my radio stations of New York City. uh, Let's see, because we're still continuing on our look. Uh, Let's see, where are we? Hello, Here we go. Radio stations of New York State. As we continue down the list, let's see where we're going to wind up. Excuse me. All right, we did WEPN. Okay, are we going to be looking at the, the FM station? I think... Yes, I think we will be, no, we'll we'll take a break on it and come back another time, at one time. We did WFAN, let's see, ah, okay, the next one we're going to be looking at next Tuesday is WFME AM 1560, which is a non-commercial educational religious formatted AM radio station licensed to New York. Broadcasting at 1,000 watts under a special temporary authority. It's owned and operated by Family Radio, Christian Radio Ministry, based in Nashville, Tennessee. So we'll look at 1560 WFME next week on episode 221 of the Queens, New Yorker. Fantastic. Give yourselves a round of applause, you guys. Are One more time. One more Coming up this weekend on the programs, uh, tomorrow on Jay's Retro Toys and Games, we're going to be looking at Bocce Ball. And then um, on Saturday, we pick up with the legends of smooth jazz with a look at the very, very, very popular legend who blew his trumpet from 1901 to 1971 and was also a vocalist at the same time. We're not raspy voice you know who I'm talking about Louis Armstrong at Saturday night on the Legacy, the Legends of Smooth Jazz. So stay tuned for that. And then like I said, next week episode 221 of the Queens New Yorker takes a look at the next radio station WFME 1560 on the AM dial. I'm Jason Nicanio thanking you very much for another great edition of our show. We hope that you will be with us Throughout the rest of the time that you're here Continue to support on Anchor Spotify And of course remember to support the Legacy of Queens And the Legacy of New York On the YouTube channel by subscribing Subscribe wherever we are And remember to always follow us We'd love to have your feedback But please, I caution thee: If you are going to comment on our show Please direct all your comments to the show's uh, to the ep- title, of the episode of whatever it is we're talking about, do not direct any derogatory comments for that matter to me, because they're going to be reported. Because at this point in the game, me and my friend climbed all the way up to that little small mountain on the top of the hill to uh, install our you know our our satellite dish, and so we have to keep keep everybody occupied while we put up uh, something there to keep you all busy. All right, so hopefully we'll bring over that extra 5,000 listens and that you will be part of history as we go into the 221st episode. Have a great weekend, everybody. We will see you on Tuesday. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. On The Queen's New Yorker, have a great night. Bye for now. You have been watching the Queens New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio Internet presentation. Thank you for your support. <laughs>